Okay. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Stay safe. Thank God that the vaccine's rolling out. Love you Is all. Is that overly political? Am I going to get canceled for the that? The vaccine? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. People don't are know. hot and cold about the vaccine. I don't know, man. Let's just not talk about it right now. I made oh. my own. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our severe case of indecision and our completely biased opinions with Ian and Tyler. You are listening to Sound Audits. How are you doing tonight, Tyler? I'm better now. As always. Are you just going to... I guess that's a tagline now, huh? It's been a tagline for like a year and a half, dog. It hasn't been for a year and a half. You just kind of started saying it and it came out of nowhere. When? Sometime. A year and a half ago. No, it wasn't a year and a half ago. (laughs) Okay, whatever. Hope you all are doing well on this fine evening. We're recording fairly late. It's 9.30, but that's considered fairly late to me. It's past my bedtime. It is far past mine. <laughs> At least I don't have to get up at 4 a.m., right? True. As per the huge. Same? With you? Yeah. I, well, I never wake up at 4 a.m. I couldn't. I, I, if I had to wake up at 4 a.m. for work every day, I'm, I'd get fired. I'm sucks sure. at first. Surround yourself with music and people who are good at talking. Okay, well, that's that the key. Sense. If I had to do it on my own, I'd be so screwed. My sleep schedule is just too fucked. Mine is really bad right now. Is it? Yeah, I go to bed at like midnight. Uh, I wake up really early. But tomorrow's Saturday. Do you so. fall asleep in the chair? No. <laughs> 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 but if I put on my sunglasses and there's no sun. Okay. 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 <laughs> Hope you all are doing well on this fine evening. As I said before, today we are talking about something that's a little bit overdue, mainly because of tef- technical difficulties, but we won't talk too much about that. We're professional. What are we reviewing today, Tyler? We are recording the new Aesop Rock record. Spirit World Field Guide. <laughs> that one. That one. <laughs> Okay, this was released November of last year, so again... A little... I think we tried to do it, like, beginning of December? We weren't... We were ready for it. We were Oh, yeah, that a month afterwards that we're right on top of the fucking ball. Well, if it was the end of November, we definitely did it right around finals? Had to have been, because we B- took a we break did before. before Christmas. Yeah, okay. Uh, regardless... We, yeah, we said we weren't going to talk about this. Completely professional. We haven't recorded this episode already. What, what are you talking about? Where'd you get that idea? Yeah. <laughs> uh, despite our best intentions, uh, um, this one is late. We're sorry. Yeah, it's all right. A little bit of background on Aesop Rock. His born given name is Ian Matthias Bavis. Bavitz, sorry, Uh, born June 5th, 1976, and he is an American hip-hop recording artist based out of Portland, Oregon, and he's well-known in the underground and alternative hip-hop scenes. He takes a lot after MF Doom and people of that nature, LP, but rest in peace, Doom, for a second. Let's just get that out of the way. Rest in peace, Doom. You will never be forgotten. And he's been... Aesop Rock, back on him, is has been at it for a while at this point from the mid 90s up until now although I don't I I think his studio album format started in 
I want to say the 2000s, um, and he's released a couple of them to uh, some cult acclaim, I think. It's mostly been, again, in the underground and circulating with hip-hop heads, the, those kinds, you know, the, the underground kids. We don't give any hate to the underground kids, though. It's fine. But he's been at it for a while. This guy is very experienced at this point, and one of the most technically fluent rappers i've heard in a while he's this is my first experience with aesop rock how did you you're the one that found this how did you find it again do you even remember i stumbled across the nunshell past music video oh okay um by accident i don't remember where i was and i had i clicked on it because i had watched uh fantano's video of the top 50 i think it was rappers of all time or something like that and aesop rock because it was alphabetical, was right there at the top of the list. So I saw the name, and then I saw the music video for None Shall Pass somewhere, like a few weeks later or something, and I clicked on that. And the video was so good. The music was so good. I looked this dude up, and I was like, oh, there is a new record dropping very soon. And then I went through his catalog and listened to some things, and I was very impressed with a lot of it. So that's kind of my experience i have known about him for a solid six months tops that makes sense do we the skull Link is to the party the skull is kind of his thing right i'm looking at the album cover right now and i'm trying to make sense of it it looks like the 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 skull thing his insignia thing is possessing a deer somehow i don't know it's a wild album cover it's not all that you need to know going into this is that I don't have much experience with Aesop Rock, but Aesop Rock is a very experienced player in the hip-hop game. He's been at it for a long time. Respect to the guy. And I want to say this is, like, well past his 10th studio album. He's done, a, he's done a bit of this shit. So, with that in mind, are we ready to talk about the 21 tracks and 63 mi minutes of music material that are on this record? Then let's do that, shall we? Spirit World Field Guide. That's a tongue twister. Try and say it five times fast. Try and say it five times fast yourself, okay? Don't don't judge me too hard. Spirit World Field Guide. 63 minutes, 21 tracks, just as we said. There are a couple of interludes and such things thrown into the track list. So it's not entirely full tracks or anything like that, full fleshed out beats or anything. It's kind of, some of them are just kind of minute long breathers from the f full course i guess or the main course this is like again he's very influenced i think the biggest influence that he draws from is mf doom he has much of the same oddball quality that doom does and contemporaries so that's not something that i entirely mind all that much mf doom is a wonderful person to take after don't get me wrong i could listen to that type of shit all day long so i really do not mind that but this album is really strange in some other ways as well the concept of this whole entire record being that he is speaking from another world i believe it, he's he's speaking from the spirit world this is like again it's called spirit world field guide and the opening track hello from the spirit world states that this is supposed to be kind of like a manual or kind of guidelines for people who are trying to make entry into the spirit world or something like that it's kind of wacky it's kind it's kind of nuts 
but I like the I really like the angle that he attacks it from and I really like the creativity of this concept this is certainly not something that you see every day so I'm not really complaining I want to say the first thing that really got me going on this record or I think one of my first introductions one of the first tracks that I listened going into this record was button masher which was the third track and that is honestly a fantastic place to start and it's a wonderful taste tester for the rest of the 19 uh, 18 tracks math that come after it this track is kind of just underground kind of lo-fi fuzzy hip-hop greatness it's kind of it's kind of fantastic some of the beats on this record are fucking great some of I guess the highlights being tracks like Crystal Sword, Boot Soup, Coveralls, Holy Waterfall, Sleeper Car, stuff like that. I, some of the beats on this record are fucking fantastic. I I cannot complain. Like the the beat on Crystal Sword is so smooth and the bass line, nah, it, yeah. It's good. I fucking love it. And a lot of this record's, really the enjoyment of this record for me, doesn't really come down to how he plays into the concept or anything like that. It's not anything super technical. A lot of it is just about how strong the beats are on this record, and the fact that Aesop Rock can kind of just flow his ass off, and I listen to this album and every single time. I kind of just get lost in the aesthetic and the vibe of all the beats, which again are all very kind of scuzzy in, I guess, part of the concept of this record being that he's talking from the spirit world and all of these sounds and instruments are coming from like a different dimension almost. Everything again follows that lo-fi pattern. Even his voice, his voice has some very strange filters on it that make it kind of sound like he's coming through a, 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 a walkie-talkie and I think that's really neat I think that's a really neat aspect to this record and definitely adds to the experience as a whole at least from a listening standpoint for cohesiveness for the, the sake of cohesiveness of this record one of the things that I appreciate on this record and just in general with Aesop Rock is how lyrically proficient he is he, he can cover a lot of ground in very few words. There isn't another person that comes to mind that does it quite the way that he does it. And I think that's what was so enticing to me when I first saw that music video for Nunchal Passes. I'm 30 seconds into, into the song and I am 50 thoughts deep in what he's thinking. That's wild. It's not an exception or there's no exception to that on, on this record. He definitely follows that the same train of thought. I think that I love his writing a lot more than I love his delivery on a lot of on a lot of the verses. And what Ian said about beats, a lot of these beats are as good as underground lo-fi hip hop beats are gonna get. They're just fantastic and button masher i think is probably the best example crystal sword is also fantastic on this record but those are standalone songs that i am going to be poised to show some people because i know a lot of people are going to fall in love with what this man has created on the record i think that there's a lot of aspects to love and i don't know that this is a 
listen that I can sit through all the way through, but the highlights are really, really high. And I really enjoyed a lot of this record. Just to add on to what you said about his lyrical content, a lot of times I kind of get even more lost in the way he's able to pull together rhyme schemes, inside rhyme schemes, and kind of come through with some really interesting wordplay. Also, his voice is really interesting. It's not particularly what I would think of as a rapper's voice, and yet he is still, again, very formidable in his trade. He really does it justice. All of these tracks, there's not a track here that I was kind of raising an eyebrow or wiggling my big toe at saying, uh-uh, you didn't, did the delivery just wasn't fucking, it wasn't that, the delivery was never really a problem for me. I think he really melts into these tracks as sort of just a rhythmic aspect sometimes really well. And I thought that just what he did over these instrumentals, I don't know how much, how much of his, I, I guess I, I assume that he does all of his own production work and he has a pretty good ear for all these beats and everything. I really got to hand it to the guy. And just expanding upon the oddball aspect of this record, because that really is one of the biggest selling points of this album in particular. Just the weird quality that the concept brings to it. It's a very loose concept, and it's kind of just an odd bar here and there sometimes. Other times, it's more of like a whole track's worth of things, but he covers a lot of territory. There's some themes of paranoia on this record as well. Just the the way that lyrically he is able to combine that with the aesthetic portions of this record is pretty impressive, and I think, again, one of the biggest reasons that this would be a recurring lesson at least for me. So there's that. I think that pretty much wraps up my thoughts. Are we good? Are you good? Are you chilling over there? Is there anything you want to add? Let's hop on over to the next section then, shall we? Pacing is kind of weird on this one. It's one of these records where you you feel hot and cold listening to it. There's peaks and valleys, and unfortunately, I feel like it's kind of too big of a gap between the peaks and the valleys. It's not like your highs are really high and then your, your lows are kind of midway. It's kind of like your highs are really high and your lows are just passable, I guess. A lot of this album just feels to me like filler, you know? And that's that's kind of a bummer. And I, I feel like that's like the first thing you can pick out when you go into a record that is 21 songs. You look at this and you think, does this need to be 21 songs? It's like, an hour of material. Likely not. It's likely it's not. A lot. And I I do get the feeling on a lot of this that it is just fan service because of his cult following. Maybe there are listeners who are not us and would prefer having. 21 songs that they can go through and digest, sort through, and find the lyrics that they appreciate in in each song. And if if that's the case, I understand. That's fine. If you're listening for that reason, then good for you. You'll probably love most of this record. For sure. But this isn't... That isn't why I'm listening to the record. I'm not looking at this to pick apart every every detail and hone in on the craft I'm not here to memorize your lyrics I'm I'm not not here to rap through every single section of every single song so coming from not 
part of the cult. This comes off as <laughs> that was okay. A weird sentence. <laughs> I'm not part of this cult. I am not a member of a group not of yet, people. But I that, could be swayed. What? You know? I could be swayed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I want to go back and listen to but some the of right the record. Stuff. It could happen. I agree yeah. with you in the fact that it is oddly paced. I don't like the spacing of this record a lot. I don't. It's uh, there's no linear fashion to this record, which doesn't bother me at all. But it, listening back to it, I feel like it could have used more of a through line from the concept and everything. Although it was pretty clearly conveyed, just something else to make it feel like the record is going for something or there's a reason more of a reason for all the tracks to be where they are in correlation with each other and everything and at the same time as this record is oddly spaced the track list can be similarly shoddy as well i find that your enjoyment of this record, or at least my enjoyment of this record, came down to the beats a lot of the times. How good they were, and how much detail and uh, love was put into crafting them. Your candy. Uh, yeah, there you go. Because the beats carry a lot of the times. Not Again, not that Aesop Rock isn't a fantastic uh, figure on this record or anything like that. It's just that when you have a... F- fucking incredible beat that you just follow up with something that again can sound like filler it's, it's kind of disappointing like you kind of feel let down a little bit can i go on a hot take here sure i find his voice abrasive a lot of the time that's another thing the- and i don't i don't know how to feel about that because a lot of times it, it's not an issue but then I, in the back of my head, I'm realizing I would prefer someone else's voice saying these words. Like, literally, the voice is aggravating sometimes. I don't think to it's me. the voice for me because I listened to some of None Shall Pass. With you think you. it's the filter? I think it's the effects. Really? The effects on his voice get very excessive a lot of times. It's super high endy. Well, that, that's what I mean by abrasive on yeah. this. Okay. But I even think... I don't think it's his voice, though. I think it's a, just like... It, again, it sounds like a walkie-talkie. And it's cool for, like, two tracks. And then you get into it, and it's like, all right. And there are tracks that really it really bothered me, like, in comparison to others. Some of the tracks, he kind of fitted in more with the beat. But, like, on tracks like Pizza Alley and Gauze, and even, like, the opening track, The Gates... It's super fucking... It feels like he sticks out like a sore thumb a lot of times with the effects popped onto his voice. I think it's a combination of the two. Yeah. It's not so much his voice for me. If if it is for you, then fine. I can see why. But the the effects on his voice just get really excessive after a bit. It's just protruding. It's... I don't even know if awkward is the word, but... It's a little awkward. It's just a little much. It's cumbersome on top of the beats that it rides upon. And it kind of overshadows like you said it sticks out like a like a sore thumb it kind of covers up what you should be focusing on and you're just kind of instead looking at or listening to what sounds out of place almost yeah instead of listening and paying attention to what what is right about it yeah yeah and something about the way that this album is produced i love 
how lo-fi some of this stuff comes across, but I'm gonna be honest with you. Some of this shit gets muddled together real easily. And it's not because of, like, the quality of everything is super just mid-tier or anything like that. It's just that the amount of material that's here and the way that it's all produced and filtered, all of the effects that he uses, uh, which he uses a lot of the same sort of effects to create the same aesthetics throughout these tracks, it starts to become blurred at a point. And again, there were some portions of this record that I enjoyed way more than others. Like, I think the midway point, he hits a fucking hot streak and a half. But some of the tracks just leading up to it really don't like Gauze and Pizza Alley. The way that those two tracks lead into the second half or lead into the midpoint of this record is just really weird to me. I thought the beat switch on Pizza Alley was pretty interesting, but... A lot of the times, these the, the songwriting is oftentimes not even really a factor. Sometimes you'll find like an instrumental section in a song to kind of break up the verses, and sometimes you'll find hooks and everything. Like I, there's there is a very clear hook hook on shit. There's a very clear hook on Button Masher and songs uh, like that, but. Sometimes it's just the beats that are carrying. It's not like there's super incredible song structures to be picked apart and dissected or anything. It's the beat that you're listening to. And that's what matters. Some of these beats just don't live up to other ones. Some of the biggest examples being, again, tracks like Gauze and Pizza Alley, as well as Attaboy, Kodakushi. Fixated and Dilated was pretty good. Some of the songs on the back end as well were pretty good. But again, the spacing on this record is weird. All of the one-minute tracks seem to show up at the end as well, which was really weird. The back half of the record was stacked with a couple interludes, and there were none to be found on the first half, really, which struck me as odd. It was really kind of weird. Maybe they're not so much interludes, they're just shorter tracks, but some of them barely even go over the minute mark. It's weird. It just, it struck me a little bit iffy, I guess. And there were some things about this album that I generally just found to be that way. But again, there's some killer content on here as well. So, I mean, take it for what you will, I guess. I'm good to fucking finish out then. I'm, I'm chilling. Let's close this baby out. I'm pretty confident in saying that this was a mixed bag and probably one that I'll be returning to for highlights, but definitely not the album front to back. It's just not going to be one of those for me. I'm a little confused still with the track listing. I don't understand why there's like seven singles stacked on top of each other on Apple Music, why it's like tracks three through ten are all singles or close to it. I don't really understand a lot of the mixing decisions, like Ian said, with the one-minute tracks at the end. There's just a lot of strange ones. I I understand the point of like the walkie-talkie voice filter, but but the pairing of that and his voice, I found abrasive, like Ian said, cumbersome and a little redundant on a lot of the songs, and it, it sticks out to a point where it is overshadowing what is good about the music and that in the end hurts the song because i i don't want to go back to it and have to put up like fighting his voice to hear all of the other things a little rough on the other hand the highlights are really high crystal sword is a fantastic song also thought that button masher was a fantastic song and there's a handful of other tracks that also show 
brilliant ideas and really thoughtful textures. And the way that he can craft the beat is very impressive. The way that he can lay down a flow and really it seems never break from it or concentration. His wordplay is awesome. I find a lot of that to be very strong, but in the end kind of overshadowed for me. I feel like this is just mixed and kind of too sporadic for me to get behind in its entirety. I agree about the entirety thing. However, I do think that the highs are good enough and just the overall aesthetic and the creativity behind this record still makes it more of a positive than a negative. For me, definitely more of a positive record than a negative record. There were some overarching flaws uh, throughout the entire thing. And again, this is uh, my first rodeo with Aesop Rock. So I'm sure I'm going to go back and find things in his discography that are just generally much stronger. And I'm looking forward to that. But this being my first listen, like even if this was a mixed bag and it was kind of shoddy sometimes, it still got me interested enough to know what the other guy's output or what the guy's output Uh, other output is like and that is definitely worth something at least in my book but his technical proficiency all of his his taste with beats and everything a lot of the times is fucking great so i can't complain with a lot of the songs on this record but you're right overarching like 21 songs 63 minutes over an hour of material we didn't need that at least not in my opinion for an entire record not like this so not for non-cult followers (laughs) <laughs> put out your special cult deluxe edition on that has 21 only. songs uh for the rest of us 11 would have done yeah just fine yeah i agree and it's not like there were any super low points on this record either no like, there were no tracks that struck me as like oh this fucking sucks no but i felt like there were very fixable mistakes yeah agreed and that's aggravating agreed. especially for someone who's been doing this for 25 years are you feeling a grade Feeling like a 6.2. Mid 6. Yeah. I'm feeling like a 6.3 to 5. 6.6 on a good day. It's fair. I'm I'm thinking. It's a range and a half. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe no, I'm indecisive. Maybe I'm just feeling indecisive today. I'm just feeling a 6 something. You pick where I'm that feeling number a, is. Yeah. yeah I'm feeling know. it anywhere in the 6 know. range. I don't know. You decide. Go Not listen to the that. record and yeah. support Aesop Brock. He's had some legendary stuff. And even on this record, like worth we said, listening to, there are for sure good songs, and you could disagree with us. So go listen to it. I am promoting this record, especially because of how oddball it is. I really think that there are some people that are really gonna like some of this stuff here. If you're an underground hip hop fan, I really doubt that you haven't found this already. And if you haven't, what are you doing? Hey, um, you're not very good at. Yeah, you're not very music, good at what you're what doing. You doing? <laughs> Fake underground fan, get out of here! Yikes yikes for real though go check out the record it is cool and go check out Aesop Rock in general go follow him at Aesop Rock somewhere I think he's on Instagram yeah he's on Instagram considered one of the goats yeah at least by Fantano yeah what does that guy know but what does that guy know I don't know fucking nothing god I hate him god I hate him love his politics though thanks for listening All right then. All right then. That's where I leave. I'm Thank done. you for listening. We have new episodes every week coming out. We have a lot of things coming out this 
2021. Yeah. I think we're going to start... Hopefully you all had a good new year. I think we're going to start trying to post on Sunday nights so that you can listen to it uh, on your way to work on Monday. This is the first time hearing of this too, folks. I think it's a good idea. Who's listening to podcasts on weekends? I don't know. I don't listen to are it. You listen to podcasts on weekends? No, I listen to them on, on when I'm at work, so, and or on my way to work. Okay, well that makes sense. Yeah, I think that'll be more beneficial than harmful. If we start posting things on Sunday and then no one listens to it, then we'll go back to Friday. I mean, it's not a hard switch to make, but I I just think it'll be nice to have a full like, not at the end of the week, but the beginning. I like you know? that. I like that from. I don't know. From new year, new shit. Yeah, we got new stuff coming out. You'll notice, Ian put some dope new transitions, and we have new reviews coming out on our website. So you should check out our website, soundaudits.com. Also, you should follow Aesop Rock on all of the socials. You should follow us at Sound Audits on the socials. Hey, do you have a strange supplement or something you'd like us to promote? (laughs) Hit us up, soundaudits at gmail.com. We will collect that coin and push product. Hey, do you have 99 cents just strangely laying around on your bedside table? I do. What should I do with that? Tyler, I really think you should head over to the link in our podcast description or the bio on Instagram.com and follow that link to where you can donate to us on Anchor for 99 cents. That's all that we ask for, for the price of two gumballs. For the price of two gumballs or two packs of ramen, you can support two broke college kids. 99 cents. That's all we ask. I stole your tagline, but you know what? It was fun. It was cute. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. Okay. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Stay safe. Thank God that the vaccine's rolling out. Love you Is all. Is that overly political? Am I going to get canceled for the that? The vaccine? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. People don't are know. hot and cold about the vaccine. I don't know, man. Let's just not talk about it right now. I made oh. my own. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my vaccine's just... I, I fucking brewed moonshine at my house and I fucking injected it into my veins. You are immortal. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just mixing shit over here. Stay safe, all of you. Hopefully 21 or 2021 is sick for you. I really wish you all a fucking great year. Fantastic year. Cut that out. 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 I hope 2021 is very healthy for you. I yeah. hope there's nothing sick about it. I don't, Jesus I, Christ. I, don't wanna, I really don't want to jinx this. I really don't want to jinx it. I really don't. I really don't. No! Okay, we'll see you in the next episode before I stick my own foot in my mouth again for the fifth time. Peace. In two minutes. Peace. Peace out. Shit! <laughs>